welcome to The Post Show. I'm John, the video guy. In this episode, I am joined with dear friend and fellow colleague Morgan Ward. Morgan is a graduate of Bowling Green State University and is now a photographer for Sinclair Broadcasting Group in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Like so many, Morgan had to navigate an ultra-competitive and scarce job market applying to over 200 jobs after graduating college in 2020. That's right, over 200 jobs, and she only heard back from three, one being where she works today. Out of the 12 students in her specialty class at Bowling Green, she is the only one so far that has been able to secure a full-time job in TV. Let's learn a little bit more about her incredible story. Sit back and enjoy my conversation with Morgan Ward. Morgan, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So we've known each other now for a long time, actually. Mm-hmm. I believe you're like a grade or two behind me in high school in Twinsburg. Yeah, I think a grade behind, so not too far behind. You're class of 2016, right? Yes. And I was 15. Yeah. And- we took the interactive media course there, uh, THS News. Um, I remember uh, showing you how to edit, and we worked together on a lot of projects there. And you also interned with Rock the House a few times, I think yeah. once during high school and then once again in college. Mm-hmm. You are in the industry. You're a full-time photographer at Sinclair Broadcast Group. So congratulations, Morgan. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to take take a little step back and... Can you explain a little bit about how you wanted to become a journalist, kind of like your path to deciding that you wanted to become a journalist in this field? Yeah, uh, I've honestly loved cameras and like being in front of the camera ever since I was little. I always liked storytelling as a kid. I used to be involved in like acting, too. But now I've sort of just really loved telling people's actual stories being able to like help people and whatnot. Uh, cameras have always interested me. It's been fun. Awesome. And you actually went to Bowling Green, correct? Yes. Can you tell me a little bit what uh, your college search and how you decided on Bowling Green? Yeah. Um, so I was between Bowling Green and another school, but I got into the Bowling Green journalism program right away. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's go with that. And then uh, a couple of my mom's cousins actually went to Bowling Green. So I sort of knew about the school, but I wasn't like too knowledgeable about everything. That's cool. Um, Did you have a college visit or did you get a chance to kind of go out there and test the waters before you uh, uh, selected your option for Bowling Green? I did go for a visit and then I did a virtual tour and then... I sort of just fell in love with it. So it was a good time. Nice. And you dormed out there, correct? Yeah, I lived in a dorm for the first two years. And then the last two years, I lived in a house off campus. Cool. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience there? Kind of like the first two years and then uh, starting your journalism degree? Yeah. So the first two years, you sort of just get into what you're doing. So it's like the intro classes, whatnot. Um, I also was involved with the newspaper a little bit the first year, just sort of testing the waters, feeling it out for 
if it is really what I wanted to do, which I fell in love with it. So that's always good. Uh, I also had a job on campus. I did uh, dance teams and then classes. So I was pretty involved. And then the last two years, I was, it's called BG24 News. It's our uh, live to tape broadcast. So I was able to go out and report on stories. I anchored a little bit. And then that's when I really, really got into my field of the specialization classes. Yeah, that's awesome. It sounded like you had a lot of activities that kind of prepared you to enter the workforce or to get your feet wet. Were there internships that you took while at Bowling Green? Um, At Bowling Green, I was involved with the BG24. So that was an on-campus internship, uh, unpaid, but the experience was great. (laughs) And then uh, for a couple of months, I was able to shadow at Fox 8 in Cleveland and then rock the house for about two months or so. That's awesome. And we really appreciate your time at Rock the House. That was uh, great to have you on for the marketing team. Um, you you got your feet wet in a lot of different areas. I'm just kind of curious, being exposed to so much, did you kind of gravitate towards something that you really liked the most? Or can you point to something that's really your specialty? Um, that's such a hard question because I really love every single aspect of like the journalism and TV industry. It's just all really interesting to me. I like working behind the scenes with the editing and the camera and uh, just the interviewing people and getting to know them before the final product of people actually seeing like the interview process and uh, the anchoring and whatnot. Cool. Very good. So you you actually like video editing, right? I do. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because it. I feel like video editing, not a lot of people actually like doing it. It's like a Mm -hmm. weird thing. You know, it's like, it's one of those tedious things where I think a lot of people would rather like shoot it and then pass it off. But you actually like it, right? I do. And then coming out here, I had to learn a whole new editing software. So I'm still learning and it's very frustrating, but it's been fun. Which one is it? It's um, Avid, if you've heard of that Uh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that's tough. Yeah, I haven't really uh, messed with Avid, but yeah. Yeah, I guess most news uh, stations use that one a lot. It's just easier for transferring materials over, but it's a little tedious. (laughs) All right, all right. This is interesting now. I kind of want to pivot. So (laughs) I think a lot of people out there are very used to like Premiere Pro and uh, DaVinci Resolve is getting a lot of uh, buzz too because it's free and it's out there. A lot of people are in those two softwares. Now that you have experience in Avid, what can you tell us uh, is the biggest challenge shifting from Premiere Pro to Avid? Honestly, just knowing where your tools are and getting used to that and then um, importing from the source browser because it's just a different sort of import. You really got to make sure that it's like, in the right spot and you put it in the right spot or it all just gets messed up. So it seems like it's like the workflow is the same. It's just in different locations and how you do things is a little bit different. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Well, so you graduated, did you graduate in 2020 or 2019? Uh, May, 2020. So like right at the beginning of the pandemic, sort of. Wow, you're in the class. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, 
So how did you go about searching for jobs? You know, in a pandemic, it can be quite challenging. How did you go out and uh, search for jobs? Yeah, so people call me crazy, but I literally have applied to over 200 jobs since March up until I got this job, which was I got it in October. So you just got to be determined. It's very hard, especially in the pandemic, because nobody's really hiring. I reached out to a lot of stations and they were like, yeah, we're not hiring until 2021. And I was like, I don't want to wait that long. I want to start my career or at least just like shadow or something if I can. So out of the 200 I applied to, I only heard back from three stations. And then this is the one that was like, hey, come work for us. I said, I will. (laughs) Wow, 200. And you only heard back from three. Yeah. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. That is like, (laughs) wow, I'm, I'm. I'm amazed by that. That's now what's interesting is you applied to over 200. You only heard back from three. Are you still getting calls to this day now saying, Hey, Morgan, are you interested? Because now that's 2021. Are you starting to hear from these people that you applied to? So uh, I applied to a lot of like Sinclair stations too. So when I did get hired, they sort of looked at the other applications and they were like, Oh, we don't need this application anymore. So they like took it offline and was like, thanks for uh, reaching out, but we don't need you. I haven't heard back from any other stations. Uh, you sort of have to do like follow-ups, and I obviously haven't done follow-ups since I got this job. Yeah. What uh, platform did you use for the 200 jobs? So was it Indeed, LinkedIn? Where did you um, go? I really liked LinkedIn. That was a good one. And then I there's a couple of... Um, like broadcasting websites. I forget the name of some of them now, but just like going to either um, Sinclair Broadcasting or Next Star and looking at uh, what jobs they had available and just applied on the direct website. And did you apply for all sorts of jobs? Because right now you're a photographer, but did you apply for writer, assistant? You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of jobs you could probably apply for. Mm-hmm. Um, I applied to so many different ones, uh, photography, MMJ, which is multimedia journalist, uh, editor, uh, assignment editor. So just like giving stories out to whoever needs stories, uh, production assistant. So a little bit of everything, but I really love what I'm doing right now. I think it's been pretty great. I I'm still getting over 200. That's a lot. And (laughs) I'm thinking like, Now I'm curious, like, how did you tailor your resume to all the 200 applicants? Did you write a template? And then how did you change it for all 200? So uh, my resume was about the same. Like I had the written one and then I also had my resume reel and my website. So that has like all my writing, all my photography, all my video And then the cover letters was sort of just like what I changed to like tailor to the job. So if it was production assistant, put my skills down for that. If it was editing, put what editing software and skills I did for that. So, yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, and luckily you found the job. So tell me a little bit about that experience, that phone call or email. Yeah. Take me through that experience, what you went through. So over the summer, I like did not want to sit around. So I worked at a golf course back home 
And I actually put my two weeks in because I wanted to focus on just making my resume better. And I almost bought a camera to like go out and shoot stories and just make myself a better journalist. And then second day after I put my two weeks in, I got a phone call that I got the job and I needed me to move in two weeks. So <laughs> it was exciting. It was like at eight in the morning, <laughs> so very early, but it was fun. And then I sort of just like went apartment hunting right after I got that phone call. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And what's interesting is, so you moved to the job. You didn't, uh, you know, a lot of people try to stay in their market, but this was the case where, you know, you had to find a place to live so that you can work uh, in this job. So tell me a little bit about the apartment uh, search, you know, trying to establish yourself in that new location. Yeah. Um, so I found like a couple of Facebook pages to try to reach out to people and like find friends. Um, I even put on Facebook that I was moving and people commented and they were like, hey, like I know this person in that area. Uh, here's a contact for you. Uh, I also talked to my job. I was like, what places should I avoid to not look at apartments? Like, cause I don't know the area. So I didn't want to move somewhere where it was a little sketchy or anything. I live across from a community college right now, actually. So uh, there's people around here my age. I haven't met too many people yet, but it's been nice. Uh, the area is super cool. I haven't gotten to explore it too much. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, the culture can change when you move from different areas. And you probably experienced this a little bit in Bowling Green. You know, it's away from home. Can you tell us a little bit about the differences from, you know, living in Northeast Ohio to living in Cedar Rapids? Iowa? Yeah. Um, honestly, like, it sort of reminds me of home a lot. Uh, everyone here, though, is a lot nicer. They have this thing where it's like the Iowa nice. <laughs> But I honestly haven't met a single mean person out here, and it's been like three months. Uh, everyone's super chill, very helpful. The environment's a little bit different here. It's more, um, there's more flat land. Uh, it's windier, colder, <laughs> but not too different. Very cool. Awesome. So it's changed, but not too too much change you know yeah and this it, is the first time living on my own so that i think was one of the bigger changes yeah now now that's something we can both relate to now what's the biggest challenge about living alone for the first time um i personally really like it because i can come home and i'm like all right if it's a mess it's my fault it's no one else's but i do miss uh being greeted when i walk in the door like either for my dogs or i was living with my parents and my siblings and then before that, it was roommates. So I would always have someone to talk to. But now I just put on music, jam out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even I'm like thinking about getting a cab because I live alone, too. I'm like, you know, it, it yeah, it you miss that human connectivity when you you're out there on right. your own for the first time. Um, all right. So tell me a little bit about your job. So you're a photographer there. Take us through a typical work day. Yeah. So uh, every day is sort of a little bit different, which I really like because I'm not a person that can sit still very long. <laughs> but uh, so I go in, I check my emails. Well, I start my day at 1.30. My day starts from 1.30 to 10.30, so it's a little bit of a different shift. Um, so I go in, they usually have me write a story right when I get there, and then we have a meeting at 2.15, 
sort of just to talk about uh, everyone's progress through the day. And then there's a show at five and six. So I usually go out with a reporter and film their live shot. Or if uh, they don't need me for that time, I go out and get B-roll for uh, the nine and 10 o'clock newscast because that's when it starts to get darker for like the later shows. So then I um, have an hour break between 6.30 and 7.30 usually. I call home because that's when everyone's awake. <laughs> and then um, I usually write another story or two for the website. I enjoy helping out with that because if they need me, I don't want to just sit around. <laughs> and then uh, for the 9 and 10, go out and shoot live with a reporter. And then I come back to the station, put all my stuff away. So it's... It's a fun time. I go to different locations, so it's nice to sort of see the area around here and get to know it a little bit. Very cool. Awesome. And you you have a very interesting shift. Yes. Uh, can you talk us talk to us a little bit how you prepared for that change? Because I think most people are used to the nine to five. Yeah. How did you shift from you know nine to five or a normal day to that other shift? So the first month I was here, it was like 9.30 to 6.30 that I was working. And then they said, we need someone for night side. And I said, you know what? Why not? Like, it's winter time right now, so there's not too much going on. Anyway, it gets dark early, so I just come home and go to sleep anyway. <laughs> so it's nice because uh, in the morning, I can do doctor's appointments. Um, I go grocery shopping, do what I need to do, do this, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, but honestly, the shift wasn't too bad. It was just the sleep schedule getting used to changing that up a little bit. Very good. Cool. All right. Well, now that you've, you've been there now for about, what, four months? Uh, I just had my 90-day review, so three 90, months out here. 90 days. Cool. Very yeah. good. Congratulations, Morgan. That's Thank awesome. Um, I want to take a step back now. Now looking at your college experience and you know through your schooling, how has that experience prepared you for the workforce today? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I think definitely every single year of college, like I just progressively got better at what I was doing. So the the closest thing you probably got to uh, to prepare, you learned a lot in college, but did your internships also help you prepare for the workforce or kind of get into the workplace type of setting? Yeah, um, I think probably once I was at uh, Fox 8 in Cleveland, like going in every day, I was like, you know what, this is what I like to do. This is something that I actually want to pursue. It's something I'm excited about waking up every day for. I don't dread going in. I get to meet cool people, get to do cool things. It's something people are like, oh, like you work for the TV industry. Like, tell me about that. It's always a good conversation starter, too. Yeah, absolutely. So now taking a look at your career, you know, your schooling and everything, if you try to put yourself back in your shoes back in high school or even middle school when you're uh, telling stories as a young child, what advice would you give to yourself back then now knowing what you know now? Um, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I would say like, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to like sort of just rock the boat a little bit with the questions you ask. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and 
just make a fool of yourself because <laughs> sometimes you got to do that and it gets the job done. Um, just be authentic too. Cause I used to be very shy and not want to put myself out there thinking that I would embarrass myself or hurt someone else's feelings. But you sort of just got to look for yourself right now, especially with this whole pandemic. Like you got to do what's good for you. Absolutely. Morgan. I can attest to that too. You know, just go out there and do what you can do. Don't be afraid to chase your dreams. So yeah. congratulations to you, Morgan, on your new job. Thank I you. can't be happier for you. You deserve it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And thank you for like your help because you sort of helped me figure out what I wanted to do too. Like, especially at Rock the House, like watching and shadowing you editing. I learned some of my skills from you. So that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Morgan. Yeah. I, I want to thank you for joining me here on the post show today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Awesome. That was great. I want to thank Morgan again. What a great story. And I wish nothing but the best for Morgan in the future as she starts her career in television. I hope you found some valuable insights in our conversation here today. If you like our podcast so far, please follow us and share it with people that you believe can benefit from our conversations. You can also go to my website, johnthevideoguy.com forward slash post show to see all of our episodes. We look forward to talking to you soon.